perspective listeners and viewers. Uh, yeah, welcome to Perspectives. Uh, I'm Martina and this is Lissette. Lissette. We are Perspectives with Lissette and Martina. And, you know, we've been kind of like thinking about how we wanted to do some videos and stuff. And we were like, maybe we should talk about current events because, honey, there's so much going on in the United States alone. I mean, shit, we got international stuff going on too. But we were like, maybe like sometime like in between our series and stuff like that as well. We'll spend some time talking about current events, you know, yeah. um, which you should uh, subscribe. I've been, it's Friday here. So I had a little wine, but you should subscribe. I still messed that up. I do have a speech impediment, but I still messed it up. You should subscribe to our YouTube or, you know, you can do uh, Spotify and iTunes. You can do all of them. Um, whatever is your heart desire, which I hope your heart's desire is to subscribe. But anyway, back, we're just back and like, let's yeah. talk about what's going on. You know, around Roe v. Wade, uh, it's been well, a few weeks since it's happened. Right? Weeks, it maybe as of this recording weeks? or a few weeks yeah 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 at the time this has been recorded maybe like three weeks give or take yeah and then by the time we actually put this out there it'll be another few weeks yeah probably a little bit over a month then yeah so we was like let's just talk into it because you know i said talk into it let's just get into it okay oh, we we're gonna talk yeah so we can <laughs> say talk into it. it let's like talk into it because you know i think since you know our pub care i'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. This should be a bloopers out here somewhere. <laughs> Everything I've messed up. If um, I had the uh, editing <laughs> guruness to do all of that, I would. But I know. Yeah, we can know. You can know. But yeah, this is like um, talk about what's going on, and yeah, and like Roe v. Wade is obviously the uh, overturning of it because they said it isn't constitutional. Um, has been weighing on everyone's uh, mind. I think anyone who cares um, weighing, you know, and I think for me, when I heard it, this, it was a Friday, like. Yeah, it was a Friday. Friday. It was a Friday because yeah. I remember I saw it come through on my phone and it was like, Friday, the Supreme Court turns Roe v. Wade. I just was, cause I was, I was just waking up and I was just kind of, I didn't really pay much to, I don't know, just in the midst of waking up and like getting, getting started for work. Then of course everyone starts coming out with like all the alerts about what's happened. I was yeah. like, we really this has really happened in 2022. This has really happened. happened. You know? <laughs> I was like, wow. I mean, not I that it, not that you know the Americans really care about being progressive, but honey, we definitely can't be now. We ain't we ain't leading much of anything that's worth leading. Um, but it was really I was like, wow, this is happening in 2022. I'll let you talk. Yeah, I remember I hadn't really, nothing had really come through my phone that day. Um, so it was probably a little later in the morning. I was taking a break from from work and was checking just Instagram as normal people do. Um and it was the first thing that just came up. And I remember sending it to you. I was like, it has happened. Um, and it was just one of those days where, you know, because we live in a capitalist society, we had to finish our work day. Um, but also, like, 
what struck me and I think it was more because it was a Friday I was at work and I had I remember having meetings that day mm-hmm. and like nobody really brought it up right? uh, yeah thanks that makes sense for me someone first and it was just this weird thing of like um this has impacted millions and millions of women like all women in the United States like this isn't just you know all women all of us mm-hmm. and nobody wants to talk about it like is it just you know business as usual like we haven't just been stripped of some rights over here um and I think that's what really struck me of that day where it was this sort of delayed reaction to it <laughs> in a sense um and it's i know we're in 2022 but it didn't really surprise me because we've been of, talking about it for a while Jesus. you know but also like the writings were always on the wall like this was something that had for years has been wanted to be you know, overturned and you have your really your religious individuals who who drive it, you have politicians who use it as a um as a platform to get their votes. Not because I, I don't you cannot convince me that politicians actually care about Roe v. Republicans do not care. Like they, they don't care about it. All for them is just a, a rallying call mm-hmm. to, you know, to get, get those votes. Yeah. I mean, it reminds, it, it always reminds me of like, you know, how Trump used racism and all of this stuff to really get all those white women to vote for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just a ploy. Um, yeah. And it's a ploy that has been used and um, it's a ploy that the church has allowed itself to be a puppet of. Um, and that is coming from an evangelical Christian. Don't come for me because I will. She can like, speak about it. <laughs> but it, it is, it's a point. It's like, it's the same thing. It's the same, like the Republican Party, just like the church, really uses, has used abortion, gay rights, and gun control. Um, Honey, that's all they talk about. There, there's nothing. There, there's no other sins or, or quote-unquote sins. There's no other issues that matter in life. Just those three. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing right. else. And, and to see it come to play and to see it come to sort of fruition, really, right, of, of Roe v. Wade to finally be overturned, and it's such a, a drastic wave of, like, these states of, like, bam these bans that are coming on state level everything like you know we live in illinois um we're we are surrounded yeah state. i think i think michigan and wisconsin might be what purple i don't know i don't remember but we're like one of the states where it's just like you know and there's all these things but it's just if there wasn't a clear sign of why men hate women, to go back to <laughs> right there, yeah, you go. she got it. <laughs> to, to go back to what we, you know, the series we just did. I mean, this was it. 
to me and that was I think that was one of the things that I told you I think one of the times we talked I sent your voicemail was like here it is clear sign here's I think you did example. you really did you said yep I'm like here's a clear example of men hating women um or the results of it right of just sort of this thing and and then just women who uphold the patriarchy you know white white women who love to uphold the patriarchy we and got some uh I, I know we got some black ones up in there too I'm not i mean there is but the majority i mean let's be honest i mean the majority were, were white i mean even when you look at who when you look at the breakdown of women that voted for trump um oh, absolutely yes and i think that's the thing and we have to call that out you can't just you know leave it out there and you know and dissolve um it and just put the whole blame on 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 men on this particular topic um because there's a lot of women who who were for this and my issue really comes more from the you know church religious moral side of it mm -hmm. um because to me, it's that, uh, I don't know, this might just be too, too controversial if I say it, but it's just been on my mind forever where it's like, look, I don't know where <laughs> people don't think that Jesus wouldn't allow people to choose <laughs> things or, you know, I'm like, because you know what, the primary sort of foundation of sort of Christianity and the beliefs is that you have a choice, right? God isn't going to make you follow mm -hmm. him, follow, you know, read his word and follow, be a disciple of his. Like, you know, Jesus isn't going to like, you got a choice. Either you follow me or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, like, I really think Jesus would be pro-choice because like, hey, it's your choice, right? Like, it's your decision as, as a woman to do what you think you have to do and then the moral side of it are the consequences that you as an individual will confront um, I, remember, I remember when you told me that and i had not thought of it that way um because i you like you had said something along these lines and you were like you were like well goodness jesus doesn't even you know he doesn't even dominate you in that mm -hmm. way he gives you the choice. I mean, obviously the choice, you want to follow his direction, but it's like, you don't have, I give you that choice. You're mm -hmm. not, I'm not forcing you to mm -hmm. do one thing and the other. It's your own free will to do what you want to do. And I was like, that is such a good point. I, I had not thought of it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah and, it, and it bothers me that the church has this weird fascination with like, women's bodies and like women's choice and like no you, they want to bring in this thing where it's like they're norm violator that's they're what they norm are. violators but it's also like are you going to go in front of jesus for this woman for her choice and decisions in her life like is that are you going to answer for her because the last time i checked i have to answer for myself <laughs> Exactly. For my choices, my decisions, whatever I decided to do on this earthly world, that's going to be, and I think that's what bothers me because people, I mean, people go back to like, well, you know, 
you know, it's a, it's a child, it's a human. I was like, do you know that for a fact? Because when I read Genesis, you know, life is at first breath. Mm-hmm. Really, that's if you read it. And I had to go back and read it. Like, I had to go. I was like, I need to go read this part in the Bible because I have no idea. You know, I'm over here questioning, like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> a bit, yeah. You know, and and it's sort of like I know, like in you know, in Jewish beliefs, it's at first breath where life begins. Um, but the way that the church and just you know the politicians painted is as if everyone is having abortions in like their third like in the third trimester like that's you know when they're about to give birth like i'm like i'm like excuse me sirs and ma'ams most people make decisions early on if they are almost at their due date and something goes wrong and they have to make that terrible decision of their life versus the baby that they've carried to that point it's a hard choice it isn't something (laughs) we're like i don't care about this yeah I'm like, but it's, it's, it's typically a life or death situation. It mm-hmm. isn't like most times it isn't, I woke up and I just didn't want this kid anymore. So get rid of it. Um, no, most women who are at that point are most likely keeping it, have decided to give it for adoption, you know, whatever the choice is. And it's just this, it's just this weird fascination with, with women's bodies. I mean, I think it goes back to what, you know, we can go back to, you know, previous conversations we had uh in our last series of like people just wanting to control and and have a say into what women can and can't do um because there's been these norms but i'm gonna shut up now (laughs) i mean i know well both of us have a lot to say and i knew you were like we gotta talk about this and i was like we do have to talk about this um but i think since you know both of us work in healthcare. And the thing I remember when, I don't know if it was that Friday when it happened or maybe going into that next week and being on a call with one of our clients and one of the task leads is on the call talking about, uh, because, and this is one of my maternal child health projects that I work on. If people don't know, like, you know, I do initiatives around maternal child health. Um, And one of the task leads was talking about like one of the states that she represents. which we have an assortment of different states and a few of the, a few of her states are in the South. And we're already talking about like, you know, um, they're getting reports from the states that we're working with in the South that like, you know, they're hearing on the ground women, even, you know, women who have, you know, have had miscarriages or atopic pregnancies or have been raped. That's not even being considered with this. It's like, like you're saying, for most women, I think to get an abortion, it's not an easy decision. You know, it's never, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that, I, I mean, I know of anyone recent, I think that have had an abortion, but even if I did, it's not been an easy decision to make. And obviously you have to make, to make the decision that's best for you. But the thing is, it's like, so what if you're, you know, you've had unprotected sex or whatnot? I think that's one thing, but for all the other people who I just mentioned who have had a miscarriage or atopic, there are medical reasons why you might need to get an abortion. And the Southern states ain't just having a baby. You, they don't give a shit. You yeah. got, if you were raped, a gang raped, or if you had a horrible miscarriage, they don't care at all. They're saying you got to carry that child, carry that baby to full term. And that's really fucked up. And again, I think it does go back to what we just finished talking about with men hating women. It's that 
men, you know, be the first one to say, well, we don't hate women. Why do you say that? But look at the way you're acting. Look at what you're doing. You're making, you're putting all of this in your hands who have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. You are not carrying a child. You're not capable of carrying a child. Mm -hmm. And you are basically telling women how they need to respond. And it's even, I mean, even, even some politicians, I mean, before Roe v. Wade was overturned, have said horrible things about even women that, that have been raped. Like, yeah. you know, they've put the, you know, of course, put the blame on the woman. Yeah. And it's just really horrible things that have come out of people's mouths. And I think for a fact that, again, why men say, well, you know, why, why are you saying men hate women? Because of shit like this. I mean, and it's just Your one reactions. example. Your reactions. Your reactions are not saying that you care about about your about over over 50 percent of the country um you know it's not it's not saying that and hell you ain't gotta like me you ain't gotta love me just even just respect for people's choices and decisions especially the ones that have nothing to do with you and things that like you just said let's say politicians don't give a shit i don't even think uh these religious leaders maybe to a certain point but i don't even think it's really it's not about that it's not about the abortion it's about the control and dominance over being able to have control over somebody else telling them what they can and cannot do i think some people really 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 awfully get off on that and again for me i've never really i've never been a person that wanted to have dominance over anything i got a cat that's about the most dominance i have over any any being in my life is is my cat phoebe but other than that i just don't really see a need to tell other people what they can and cannot do and for some reason that's just what again it's not it's not all men there's some women like you said there are white women who are in this group too there are a bunch of people who are in this group who have just fallen in line and think this is okay but the fact that you would force someone to carry this fetus or this child, once it, once it starts developing, it is. It is developing into a baby. You would just force this person to be miserable. And it's all sort of horrible things people people have said about women and all that in regards to like, well, you shouldn't do this. Well, you know what? There's a lot of things we shouldn't do in this world. Doesn't mean we're not going to do it. You shouldn't tell other people what to do, but you are. How about so, the men to do what they know, have to do this ensure they're not getting a girl pregnant like the onus on us yeah like the onus is always on the women even in in our last video or even in our our last series talking about why men hate women i think i don't know if we talked about this per se but i think we've mentioned in other videos where it's like even from a young age little girls just taught how they should behave around just people in general, but definitely across the opposite sex. Like, don't wear this. Don't wear your hair like that. Don't wear your makeup. Don't do too much of this because a man's going to do this. Why should we care about what a man thinks? I think, especially for a little girl. And again, I think having grown up in the South, you always hear like, you know, well, you're too fast. So you're being too hot. What the hell does that even, why, why is all that being projected onto a woman? And then people say, well, boys to be boys. No, but oh my god, you you touched on so many things. I don't even know where to start <laughs> to kind of continue the conversation. But I think definitely that that last part of um, 
just women and, and young women and girls and so much of that onus uh, around really sexuality, right? Like it's on us, right? Even in the church, uh, it, you have to dress modestly, you know, don't, don't show too much. You don't want to tempt, you know. If something's going wrong in your marriage. What are you not doing? Why are you, you not know, trying to you know, it and it's, it's like, why is it me and why aren't you telling the men and the boys like, hey, don't sexualize you, you know if you're talking in the you know in the church setting like don't sexualize your fellow sister because that's what they kind of refer to you as and it's like or you know the women like you have you know there there has to be and this idea that like men can lose control or don't have, i'm like no y'all can if i can control myself and then whatever responsible for what you do i was like you can control yourself like <laughs> I remember what <laughs> watched TikTok or something, and it was um, this woman, and she's a lesbian, and she said like, "If I can be around women without losing control, then why can't men <laughs> control themselves? Why can't they be around women without losing control?" And it was one of those things where I'm like, "That is so true." It's one of these things where it's like. The onus is on women. The, the whole idea of just what you mentioned this this dominion over others, and you you know I've talked about this, and you know we hope to kind of dig into more of this in the future. Just the role that you know church has had in mm -hmm. in sort of creating this idea of what women should be, and how they should act, and how they should be perceived, and how you know how much leadership potential they should have and all these things and it's it's very i mean it, to me it's very evident in the United <laughs> states that the the church has had a huge you know kind of impact in that you know whether you you look at uh politics whether you look at the our current state of politics and, and just sort of that and just the norms and, and how women are, are perceived I mean there is that sort of moral connotation that comes from you know church and the way that men have this um I don't know like they you know this sort of like or they would say this god-given right over you know something yeah. um whether it's a person whether it's a thing like guns that's a whole other topic um <laughs> But it really, I mean, there is a lot that stems from, you know, particularly the white evangelical church in in, in sort of the modern kind of times and, and things like that. And you kind of dig into it and you see because, you know, and, and you know, in, in the Bible and sort of, you know, you as a, as a wife, you kind of, you know, submit to your husband and all these things, but people forget to read the rest of that Bible verse and the Bible chapter. <laughs> Uh, because if my husband isn't submitted to God, then why should I be submitted to you? So there you go. That's my, that is my belief. If, if you're not submitted to God, well, then bye. Um, but it's really that kind of thinking. And you see that kind of reflected in a lot of different instances where there is this sort of idea that men are like, well, that is not what a woman should do. That is not what a woman should be. And to see it play out in this reversal or overturn 
overturning of Roe v. Wade. It's just that to say like, hey, we're putting you in your place. You don't have the right to do this. And it's disgusting because you don't even make exceptions to things that you should be making exceptions to. Mm-hmm. Like you really want a 13 year old who was raped, who was, you know, whatever, to carry a baby to full term because you have this weird belief that it was a blessing for this girl to carry a child because I have heard people say that, you know, just be like, oh, you know, it's, you know, you should see it as a blessing. You know, the child is a blessing. I was like, and who told you this? Did Jesus himself come to you and tell you this? I'm like, because no, I'm like, you have no idea. And the burden will always obviously fall on the woman, but will fall harder on women of color, of young women of color. Like the potential would just be cut because you know raising a child is is a lot of work and time and we've talked a little bit uh, of it like unpaid work we talked about that in you know in in the past series of things that just go into what women do and you know how much potential wasn't cut short because a woman just didn't have the right or how much we'll see right you know young women whose potential may just be cut short because they just didn't have access to health care because this is health care this is health care and you know and I mean it also doesn't surprise me on a country that doesn't care about the health of its people anyway for this to happen so it's just it's interesting in general just to kind of see this play out and and I don't know, like I get, there's days where I'm just upset about it. There's days where I'm like, well, well, what am I going to do? You know, you said, you know, you were going to get controversial. I was like, I feel, and it could be the wine talking, but I'm kind of controversial anyway. I just, you know, whatever. But <clears throat> I think, you know, you said, you know, how women of color are going to be affected about this. And I actually haven't heard too much about people talking about it, but I think, <clears throat> I think folks, I don't know if they realize, maybe they do and they just don't care, but it's, you know, just because there's a law that passed says that women can't get abortions, I don't know why people think they're going to stop. They're not going to stop. We've been here. I, I wasn't here to say that I wasn't born then, but we have been in this situation before where just because there isn't a law in their state to say they can't do it, don't mean it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. we're just going to have women going to back alley places or paying or trying to pay so much money to go to this, that, another place to have abortions. And to be honest, like wealthy, typically wealthy white women, that is probably how a lot of this has happened. And also wealthy Republicans, just or, or Republicans in general. And I'm putting my business out here, but personally, when I was in college, um, and I'm kind of ashamed to say it now, I had a scare that is not the part that I'm ashamed to say of, that my, that my boyfriend was a Republican. He came out, though. He came out. When, when I met him, he, he was saying he was oh. independent. But one of my really good friends who's super into politics, like she went to law school oh. and everything, she knew, she was like, I'm a true independent. He's not a bitch. He's not independent. He, he, he is a Republican. And I'm just saying, he is a black Republican. And yes, I think that is loads worse, but we, we won't get into that in this conversation, but he's a black Republican. 
And there were, you know, I had a scare, you know, the first things out of his mind. Well, we already know how we're going to take care of it, if it is. So don't tell me, sit here, that these Republicans are not back here thinking the same thing. Like, they are the main people out here that would be, you know, like, oh, we don't want this, that, and another. But, honey, if something happened, it's still the main ones back here trying to get it done. Okay. And whereas we have, unfortunately, women who are not in certain social, social economic status or women of color who may not have the certain privileges to be able to pay thousands of dollars under the table or this, that, and another who may end up really injured. And that's what happened when we didn't have Roe v. Wade in place. So many women were losing their lives or so many other um, medical issues came out of that. And so it's just like, People, again, they have these blinders on and they're just, you know, like, again, I don't know whether they don't see it, they don't want to see it, they don't care to see it, but just because these laws passed in these states, that doesn't mean that this is not going to continue. It's still going to continue. Everything. Of course. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a, a great point, right? Because it's, it's something that you, you hear a lot of people still bring up of like, you're, you're forcing women to go back to unsafe practices to make mm-hmm. this happen, right? They're, they're still gonna happen. It's just gonna happen in a way um, that's gonna be unsafe for everyone um, involved, you know? And, and I think um, it's unfortunate, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate and it's maddening because it's like, we're in a country where it, sh- it shouldn't be an issue, where it shouldn't be like, there's so many things that, could have happened before getting here like there was someone explaining like you know why didn't they codify this into law you know you know democrats have had the opportunity to do but they never did um it's like i don't know like politicians will do whatever they want to do and as we know democrats democrats aren't progressive like that's the thing they're just oh that's different oh that's so much so much there with that, I, I can't wait till we get to the politics, which will be upcoming. But yeah, oh, that's so true. Democrats are not progressive. They're not. Like, you have some progressives in the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately, they're limited by the majority who are not. Who are not? Uh, and I don't understand why there's even a thing as a moderate Democrat. Like, those shouldn't be allowed. Right, like loud. You should just go be a Republican at that point. Just go, because that's what you want to be. You just don't want to be associated with them. You don't want to be associated, but shit. But you are one. Take me to. I mean, we're we are digressing. We are going to ten. Yeah, but that was so good though. But I just want to see, babe. But see, you brought that up. (laughs) Let's go. I mean, let's dig in. This is the thing. I do think the two-party system in the United States is bullshit um because it's just like this is not working and you know I'm not a Republican by any means even though I had my college boyfriend was a black Republican that that is a stain it's okay you are I'm sorry um but thank you I've I've come a long way Republicans I do have to give them credit Republicans stick together Democrats I mean look at that last presidential Democrats 
honey, Democrats can't decide between the boomers and the Gen Zs and um, this person who is, you know, oh, they might be a, a, a good candidate because they're a gay black person or this person's too progressive. Democrats just can't get it together. But Republicans, they stick together. They I stick have together to because to they found they found their three topics that are that their voter base <laughs> will just run with it. And That's even so if true. you believe in those three things, it doesn't matter because you're just going to use them until you get into political power, and then you're stuck. You're stuck having to just stick with those beliefs. Because, you know, that's how the Republican Party continues. They will, to your point, will stick together. I mean, they stood behind Trump. And they stood behind Trump until, until, he, until he left. And then it, I'm like, nobody was saying too much. I mean, there were a few Republicans that came out and were yeah. not for him. But honey, and again, the I majority, want to The majority. They stand up here, let, let this crazy ass man run this country. Lord have mercy. But, it, but when you think about that sort of legacy right of like standing behind him like that's what brought us to this point in history right like now this is history right it's happened <laughs> yes and it's like that's what brought us to the point the republican party you know played the long game and they got it overturned they were able to successfully do it um it, <laughs> With a Democrat as president, with Democrats kind of, I, I, I can't get into it because I'm just. It's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, but it really is, it, it just to me, it's just another example of how this country continues to place certain individuals into boxes regulating them back into what they think they're supposed to be um because honestly this again uh, i saw someone say like you know this is just a war against women like this is what it is um and it has always been right like nobody wants an assertive confident i know what i can do i know my my worth i you know I know, you know, I can change things kind of woman because they will follow through. We yeah. women will follow through and we will make things happen. Um, I mean, if, no other example is white women in this country when they want something to be changed or brought against someone, they're going to band together and it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that's, it's necessary for, for women now to really reflect on what we want moving forward now right like what what is it that are we going to challenge this together are we going to let other people be like look y'all created the problem y'all supported this y'all figure out how you change it back um and i think that's you know i think that's the next step right like where, where do we go from here it's happened it's been overturned like what's the next step like do we have a role in this as women? Do women of color, do black women, do indigenous women have a role in this? Do you know? Because uh, you know, I think indigenous, black, and, and other women have been saying, hey, this is an issue, this is a threat, this is mm -hmm. something, and nobody was listening um, to it. Um, so really, I think it's just, it's, it's just an interesting thing, but 
in the day it's just men hating women and the republicans are banking on that they banking that women can't get it to- that's what they always bank on they were like they're not gonna get it together they can't get it together yeah. look at it they can't even get it and, together. i mean and that's such a good point martina because there's so i mean if you are a tiktoker fanatic like martina and i are i saw so many different women of color come out and say well i'm gonna sit this one out i didn't create this problem Mm. like let you know let someone like and it's like can we sit this out though because yeah it might not be a big issue to me right now but what about niece my nieces what about those women that come behind me right that younger generation that's coming i mean not gen z the ones you know (laughs) Teenagers. I don't even know who they are right now. I don't, I don't know what they did. But they there. They are. They're there. You know, but it's like, can we really sit this one out um, as women of color? Like, you know, and, you know, and it's, 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 it was a very interesting to see those videos pop up of people being like, oh, this is all on white women. Like, what? And I'm like, white women should take the mantle. And yes, but like, what are we going to do? And but to your point, they're banking on us not coming together. Like, you know, there's so, I mean, obviously protests are important, but there's just so many other ways to kind of mm-hmm. do things. But I don't know. I think, yeah, I think to your point, you know, Republican Party is banking on us not coming together or not figuring things out and not pushing as hard as we probably should. You know, it's a matter of getting those, is getting our male allies involved i think finding those um i don't know who they are where are they at <laughs> i damn sure don't know where they at <laughs> but i know they you're comment, comment you're an ally even if you're not an ally and you got something to say i'll be interested in hearing it yeah i want to hear it yes like, because i don't know i think the morality i think it's definitely like obviously a morality issue right like it's this idea of you know those that say well you're killing a human being mm-hmm. versus those who are like well it's not a human being and that to me is a moral issue that is a, you know something where it's like you know and you can't make that decision for anybody else you know like my sister can make the decision for me mm-hmm. I can't make the decision for her like you have to decide if this is something that you are prepared for, that you are ready for, I mean, I don't know how I would react. Like, I am definitely pro-choice, but I say right now I wouldn't have an abortion, but I don't know. You don't know. You know you're probably faced with that. Yeah. You know, if, depending on where I'm at, I mean, to think about being assaulted, you know, those, you know, women that are raped, young women that are raped, you know, young girls. I mean, girls that are raped, you know. Girls, like nine, eight-year-old yeah. girls. Unfortunately, it's disgusting. Yeah, and, you know, and we know that nine, ten-year-olds can have their periods and they can then, and then to be forced to carry, to go through an experience that you're not really fully prepared for because of someone's moral issue just does not sit right with me you know and 
like I said, at the end of the day, I'll answer to Jesus, but you know, that's me. Like, that's, that's, yes. Mm-hmm. That's not me, you know, and, and it's just, again, it goes to me. My questions are always, why does the church fixate on abortion so much? I don't, I haven't gotten my answer. If you're a pastor watching, if you're a church leader or something, <laughs> let me know. Why is the church fixated on abortion? And gay marriage. And gay oh marriage. And why y'all over here saying that you owning a gun is a God-given right? Because nowhere in my Bible do I see you can own weapons, my ch- my child. No, I, wait. I'm not trying to put your male friend back on blast. He's going to hate me. <laughs> but he was talking about, because, you know, I think y'all had a brief conversation about guns. He's talking about, well, I need to protect my mother, you know, against this, that, and another, or protect myself against against the United mm-hmm. States. Okay, your mother, okay. I'm, I'm not going to get into that one, but specifically with the United States, honey, if the United States military or government is after you, baby, your little AK-47s ain't going to do it. <laughs> and the thing is, you have to ask yourself, what the hell would the government be after you for? What are they after you for you to feel you need AK-47, AK-47s or military-grade weaponry in your possession? <laughs> I just don't. And I laugh because he is not the only one that has said this, right? I'm like, sure he's had, oh my God, no, he's not. If you look, if you find, like, I somehow I sometimes end up with some of the Republicans on my channel, on my, like, For You page. And I think it's because always somebody else stitching it's okay. them. It's okay. always somebody else stitching them. And, like, then I'm like, okay, I understand it's somebody stitching <laughs> them. And that's why they're on my, but so many people say that. They're like, we're preparing in case the government, you know, we need, you know, wants to oppress us or we need to overthrow the government. I was like, the government has the military on their side. Okay. The military, because people are like, well, the military is supposed to be its citizens. I'm like, you know what? They tell you that. But every movie I've seen (laughs) has had the military protecting the U.S. government and every, before they protect any civilians. Okay. Y'all just... (laughs) Oh, you're being crazy. Like, but I, and it is, but it's, it it made me laugh. And I had no rebuttal for him at at that point. I was like, I had nothing. Like, I, my brain was just like, you know, it was just a little delayed um, that day. But to your point, I remember (laughs) talking to you about it and being like, but I was like, but if the government is after you, if the military is after you or coming at you with their tanks and like, what am like what are you gonna do like if the government military wants you they're gonna get you amen and they don't have to do it physically they can get you another way honey there's a, there's a million ways they can get you, you. Know, so it, it, but it, i mean it goes back to again another example of how really the, the religion and, and sort of religious beliefs have really become part of the fabric of the united states because there is this there is this connotation right uh if you are you know of the christian belief and this uh, idea of end times right and things that are happened that will happen like there is this fear of you know being persecuted right and 
and things like that, which, you know, I'm a believer of the end times. I read and I know the book of revelations and all that. And then there's things there that, you know, to me, believe will come to pass. Um, but I also know I'm not going to worry about it because Jesus got my back. And I'm just, you know, I'm like, listen, honey, what's going to be going to be? I, I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm just trying to live my life. And, you know, and I, but because you have these individuals who are like preparing for that time, who now are, you know, who have had influence into, you know, whether it's government, whether it's the NRA or whatever to say, like, I need this type of weaponry to ensure that I'm protected and all these things. Because that was my issue. I was like, why do you need military grade weaponry? Um, and, it, and it is that it's, I think, because this religious beliefs have become such a fabric uh, of the United States and society as a whole in the United States. Uh, this is why you ended up with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Um, and you had it on an election year, you know, and it, <laughs> And, and that's a topic for another day that we'll hopefully be able to bring to y'all about elections. But it really, I mean, just the correlation of the timing and everything is just, you know, it's not surprising because I'm like, you know, the Republican Party is doing everything it can to bring back its power, keep whatever power it has. And it uses this as an opportunity. It uses this, it uses any gun violence that happens across our country, it uses as an opportunity to remind us that we need to be armed and ready to defend ourselves and all these things, or we need to protect the sanctity of life and, you know, or the sanctity of marriage and all these things. Uh, when at the end of the day, we all, you know, my belief is that we all will answer to, you know, our higher power and, on any morality that we kind of faced and what we did or didn't do. Um, but I can't, I cannot see myself ever wanting to force anybody else to make the same decision that I would. Yeah. And this is what essentially uh, the Supreme Court did. They say like, we will force you to do it or we will give the power to the states to force you to do it. And to me, it is, you know, like we talk about on this, on this podcast, I think in general, um, there's so, to me, there's so many other issues in the world or in this country yes. that we need to be this gung-ho about. Like, we got people homeless out here on the street. Yep. We got women who can't afford sanitary uh, napkins and tampons when they yep. have their monthly and, like, get taxed the hell out of, like, you know, right now we are in, um, probably leading into a recession. We've got inflation as high as hell. And these are the things that I'm concerned about. These are the things that are affecting people's daily lives that impact if they can eat that day, if they can get their medicine, can they pay their mortgage that day? This is what I'm concerned. I'm not concerned about somebody out here getting abortions yeah. or somebody out here marrying somebody the same sex. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm just like, y'all. Let people do what they want to do. It's their lives. It's not your life. Talk about the sanctity of marriage when half these people out here a horse <laughs> and got a string of people that they might be seeing or have seen, but we will talk about that. So it's like, if you really want to get into the things that really matter, 
people, I feel like people are just not looking at it. I, I just, I feel like our priorities are really messed up in this country. Um, and you talking about people who want to marry the same sex, somebody having an abortion is just not going to fix it. It's just, I, I don't know what you feel like you're doing. Like, that's all you feel you can talk about. That's all you seem to care about. Like that has, to me, that just doesn't, it just, again, like, I, I, I don't care. Like, let people do what they want to do. It's their choice. It's their real. Why are you so concerned about that? We got people hungry. You know, I just think there's so many other important issues that this country's just not paying attention to is that either it goes over their head or they're just not giving a damn. Because you ask the same people who are talking about they out here killing babies or the same people that doesn't care when the baby's born nine months later, Ooh. they don't care. Don't yep. they? I mean, literally, I have a really good friend of mine whose parents are Republican. Um, and I have asked her, I was like, so they're pro-choice. Um, I'm sorry, pro-life. And okay, that's her business. But then the way that they talk about things, it's like, okay, but once the child gets here, what I mean, we already overpopulated in this in the world in general. We we ain't got no space for all these people that are here now um so the 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 child gets here where are we going with them like if the parents can't afford to pay for them and you don't want and i say they meaning republicans or conservatives you bitch about people who are on public assistance and welfare so the math ain't messing and that's all i'm gonna say as i finish up my little corner of one the math ain't mathing <clears throat> yeah, you you bring up such a good point of it's almost like it's a distraction, right? A distraction to stop real issues. Yeah, to the real issues, to what's really needed, right? We need, you know, a whole just demolishing and building back up of our of our systems, you know, education systems, you know, and and you know, healthcare systems. Um, the way we provide healthcare, the way we provide coverage for healthcare, and all these things that are real issues. But I think the both the Republican and Democratic uh, parties have done just a great job of just being able to focus on certain issues, and you get to pick and choose. And we hear the same yeah. issues election year after election year, and there's never really a focus on the social and structural issues that are important, that are needed. Um, and those always come secondary to these three other big issues. Like those are the big three that you hear every election season, you know, and this is why you have people saying like, well, what happens to all of our, our tax dollars? Where do they go? Like what's, what benefit do we as U.S. citizens really get out of us paying so many, uh, so much um, taxes and, and doing this and, you know, and, and, and voting. And I think that's why you have a hard time in this country to really get people to care to vote because they see that it's the same things over and over again and nothing changes, particularly for our black and brown, you know, communities. Like things don't magically get better because we mm -hmm. voted for so-and-so um, yeah. and they made it such yeah. 
such a, a big deal of the presidential election being the one you got to come out and vote for when y'all midterm elections y'all just pay attention and look at your midterm elections who are you voting to represent you in the in the house and the senate because they're the ones stripping and taking things away from us judges out here i mean i know there's a long list of judges on some of these ballots but y'all you need to pay attention to them because there's the ones that are making some local decisions exactly <clears throat> exactly it's so important and i and we talk about this because this is what has led to roe v wade being overturned to kind of bring it <laughs> back to um to full circle with you know today's topic you know it's it's important. I know people are here like, why should I vote? Why do this? I'm like, because if we don't, and we don't get these people that are in power out with maybe some more progressive individuals or just individuals that care about people, um, like, yeah, it's just going to continue happening. And I got to drink some water. I'm going to continue drinking this, this sort of water here. Well, I think that's been it, folks. That is, of course, we've been a little off topic, but we always bring it back for a We always bring yes. it back to the circle. Um, but yeah, so, you know, like I mentioned, we'll have some more of these current events that'll pop up, you know, big things that happen in this country, not, not necessarily great things. Um, and even, even the great things that are happening, you don't hear about it. So perhaps we talk about some of that too, the great things that are happening. So with that, um, well said, I'll turn it to you to take us on home. Well, again, as always, thank you for watching, for listening, letting us go on a little tangents here and there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, let us know your thoughts on Roe v. Wade being overturned, whether you agree with it, whether you don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, let us know. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook. You can leave us a comment on YouTube. Um, but yeah, just, you know, follow us there. And as Martina mentioned, we hope to continue having these uh, conversations. And we'll be back, you know, with uh, another episode, another topic. So again, thank you. And we will see and talk to you soon. Bye.